This is a space where you can remove the mask and be your true self. You're now entering a judgment-free zone where no topics are off limits. I am your host, Darnique, and your access has now been granted. Welcome to the Vulnerable Room. Hey, everybody, and welcome to season two of the Vulnerable Room podcast. I would like to take this time out to welcome back the day ones that's been rocking with me thus far. I appreciate y'all because without y'all, there wouldn't have been a successful season one. Um, And for the new listeners, welcome. Okay, we have a time here. We remove our mask and we are free. We let our hair down. So feel free to grab your favorite Starbucks drink, your wine, your favorite snacks, and let's spill some tea. And if my cousin Maya is listening at this very moment, tell Starbucks to call me and stop playing. Because the way I promote for them so freely, they need to cut me a check, okay? <laughs> but nonetheless, um, speaking of listeners... I am shocked. We hit 800 streams. That is a lot. 800. Well, we're at 805 and counting. And I just would like to thank the man above. And for you guys believing in me. And that's only from season one. So I'm so excited to see where season two will lead us. Um... December will make a year since I've been doing this podcasting journey. And I'm glad that it's been healing me. It's been like a continuous healing journey for me. And it's also been helping some of the listeners too as well. Um, I love the DMs that I get. I love the feedback that I receive from you all. The questions that you all may ask the just the you know conversations that we may have after listening to an episode or something that I will post I love it okay we are our own little village and it's flourishing and you need a community like this in the crazy world that we live in we need some place where we can go and just be free and just be chill be able to talk freely without you know straddling the fence or um ruffling any feathers so i appreciate y'all i really do and this season i have so much in store so much like ideas so many topics that i want to cover and so many guest appearances y'all like the guests so we're gonna bring some more on and we're going to touch on some touchy topics Season one, as I mentioned, it was more so getting my feet wet with you all. But now, baby, we we swimming. We swimming in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean now, okay? So I would like to thank y'all again for the 800 streams. And moving along, by the time my parents hear this episode, their anniversary would have passed. But I would like to shout them out. And say happy anniversary, parentals. May God continue to bless your union. And may you both continue to grow with one another. Love to see it. Love, love, love to see it. So I had a sip and chill episode 
um, on YouTube, which was considered a bonus episode. And I was able to give you all a recap of my summer. That was more of like a intimate one-on-one session with you all. Um, off the cuff, not recorded. Well, not pre-recorded, excuse me. And yeah, a lot of good things has happened. If you would like to know, tap into that episode. But right now where I am, towards the end of the summer, I feel grateful. Like, I feel so overwhelmed because a lot of great things has happened this summer. So slowly sinking in because, you know, time is moving so fast. So it takes some time to process things. And I'm one of those people who have to sit in it. Um... And yeah, I am just happy. Like the summer was rough at the beginning, but there was light at the end of that tunnel, honey. And again, I thank God because, ooh, child. Mm. So anywho, (laughs) so the moment you've all been waiting for. Today's topic is boundaries. I was going to start the season off with something lighter, but I kept receiving signs that this is something that I should open season two with. And boundaries is something that we've all have developed as adults. As a child, we really didn't so much have boundaries, in my opinion, but I feel like there were more in place as an adult from experiences. So let's get into it. What is a boundary? A boundary is a clear line. It can tell you where to stop. It can define where one thing ends and another begins. Personal boundaries are limits you set around your body, physical places, emotions, financial information, and digital spaces. In any relationship, boundaries define where things like our personhood, our identity, our responsibility, and our control begin and end relative to the other person. Honestly, in my last relationship, it took self-reflection and therapy for me to realize that I did not have any boundaries. I was so worried about coming across as a mean person that I forgot what I can and can't tolerate. And you have to keep those boundaries in place in any relationship, whether if it's a romantic relationship or friendship, because one, it'll stop you from continuously being hurt by what the other person is doing it commun- like it allows the person to know this will rock with me or this won't rock with me like a ch- something has to give so you can still be a sweetie pie to people but just with boundaries you know don't let don't let you know don't lose sight of what you firmly stand on just because you don't want to come across as mean to other people And that's something, again, that I had to learn with time and from experiences. 
So there are four steps to setting boundaries. These are some keys that help me. So I'm going to drop these gems right here. Four steps to setting boundaries. Define, communicate, maintain your boundaries, enforce them. Again, define, communicate, maintain your boundaries, and enforce them. So when it comes to defining your boundaries, if you haven't yet established your boundaries, it's because of fear. You're fearful of hurting the person and losing them or you're standing with them in the process. However, if they feel okay with constantly violating that boundary after you put a, you know, put it in place, it can and will put a strain on your relationship with the person because like ultimately you are being hurt when you're in their presence. How is that fair to you? So you have to define what your boundaries are and make it known. Or when a situation a situation arises, that's when you can establish, you know, put it out there what your boundaries are. Like you know what they are to you personally, but you can slowly put them out there as time, you know, passes. Communicate. So hopefully now you have a clearer picture of the things that have prevented you from feeling safe in your relationships. Now you can begin learning to communicate that you don't appreciate those words, experiences, actions, etc. But you're probably thinking, but how do I communicate that without coming across, you know, mean or nasty? Like what do you say? So there are a couple of ways to communicate your boundaries and whichever way you choose depends on you, but I have some ways that has helped me. I am not comfortable with dot, dot, dot. That doesn't work for me. Yes to this part, no to this part. Here's my time limit. Let's change the subject. I need time. I would like some space. I don't need this fixed. I didn't like when you, it made me feel, I am feeling. So these are just some sentence starters to make your boundaries about you and the effect their violation had on you rather than pointing the finger. However, you know, there are those who may feel attacked when you set your boundary. They are entitled to their feelings, okay? Just as you are. But that does not mean you should compromise your boundary to make them feel better. And that's something that I struggled with um, in friendships and relationships. Like I always used to feel bad, like I'm setting this boundary in place. I, I'm looking, you know, I'm coming across mean. They probably hate me now. And then it's like, you know, deflecting from the task at hand. But no, <laughs> that's not the time that we're on. So if you have a tough time communicating these boundaries in person, try to, commu try to communicate your boundaries by phone. And what I mean by that, do not do it through text. Things can get you know, easily lost in translation through text. 
Try maybe setting up a phone call, a FaceTime call. So that way, you know, if you are someone who has trouble getting a word in while you have tried to set boundaries in the past, or if you simply feel unsafe communicating your boundary in front of the person, and that speaks volumes, send a text communicating, hey, can we set some time up to talk? Or whenever you're free, can you give me a call? You know? And if they're worried about, like, if they tend to ask you, like, you know, what is this regarding? Just like, you know, I just want to talk to you about something um, that transpired recently. And I just wanted to touch base with you. That's it. Just wait for that phone call and have that conversation. Now, so we communicated what our boundaries are. Now, maintaining, this is the important part, maintaining your boundaries. You maintain your boundaries by enforcing them when there is a need to, and by also remembering who you've set boundaries with before, then remaining clear about those boundaries. That means if you have communicated, for example, if you have communicated with your ex that you don't want to speak to them again because they hurt you, you don't speak to them again, and you have to remind yourself of the personal boundaries you violate by going back to speaking with them. <sighs> I was talking to myself right now. <laughs> um, now that, you know, that example was type specific, but if you are someone who chooses to give your ex a chance to enter your space again, Start a conversation about what your boundaries currently are and ask them about their boundaries and work together to create a safe space, but be firm. Don't allow the same boundaries they toyed with before to be toyed with again. We tend to, you know, men and women tend to give our exes a chance after chance after chance, but we're so quick to cut off our friend after one incident, you don't want to have those uncomfortable conversations, which is so weird to me. And that's a topic for another day. Like, not saying you can't be forgiving to people, but the same amount of times you extend that grace to your ex, do it for your friends. Do it for your friends. Have those uncomfortable conversations, and you could possibly move forward. That's the beautiful part about it. Move forward and grow. But again, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> Sips tea, okay? Um, number four, enforcing your boundaries. Before getting to the last step, I just want to be clear that boundaries are about you, not about controlling the actions of another person. So when discussing the consequences of your boundaries, be clear, be crystal clear on how your boundaries protect you the first time. Here are some ways to communicate the consequences of your boundaries. If you can't respect whatever the boundary is, I can no longer give you my time, friendship, advice, etc., I feel that I was clear I had a boundary surrounding whatever the boundary is that you haven't respected and I need space 
Four, communicate the time frame or state that you don't know how long you'll need space. We discussed whatever the boundary is, and I haven't felt like you've attempted to respect whatever the boundary is since our discussion, so dot, dot, dot. Remember that boundaries both protect you from harm and give you the freedom to exist as your full self when setting boundaries regarding things like your time and your peace. Remember what happens without that time to yourself or without the presence of peace. You work so hard to get to this space where peace should be number one at the top of your list. Like you don't want nothing chaotic, no toxicity, no negativity surrounding you. You work so hard for this peace. I know I did. So if people that you hold near and dear to your heart, your friends, your family, your loved ones, can't respect your boundaries, you're going to have to distance yourself. Setting boundaries won't always be easy, especially with friends and family who either weren't aware or were simply used to violating that boundary. Explain to them, you know, what they said or what they did and how it made you feel. And ask them to please not do it again. Even if they didn't intend on making you feel uncomfortable, the bottom line is you were uncomfortable. Communicate that and then go from there. That's it. So you have to remember to define, communicate, maintain your boundaries, and enforce them. Because if you do not enforce them, the respect goes out the window for you. They won't take you seriously. And I had to learn that the hard way. Since COVID, we've been introduced to the work from home life, right? Remote is great, but how many of you have trouble setting boundaries with home, work, school, life, etc.? I had issues with that because I found myself overworking and taking the stress from work over into my personal life. So with that, we have to be sure to establish and follow boundaries at home just as you would at work if you were in office, right? This means, this may mean leaving all work-related tools at your office or when you slam that laptop shut, closed (laughs) for the weekend or for, you know, after your shift. Another example of established boundaries at home may be not checking your email on the weekends. Because I was working from home, I used to like check my email just because to see if, you know, I got any feedback from something I worked on. And after a while, I realized like I'm really working 24/7. And that's not cool. So, you just have to be careful when, you know, just to leave work at work and home at home. Just like when you go into work, You cannot bring in your problems from outside. You leave them at the door. When it comes to coworkers, 
those toxic co-workers at work, you know, try having a conversation with your manager. Let your manager know, hey, this has transpired. I don't like the way that so-and-so spoke to me. I didn't like her tone. I feel like she was being passive aggressive. And let your manager take care of it. It's now in their hands. They have to be the one to have that conversation with the coworker that's, you know, treating you in a ill manner. So they have to be the one to have that conversation. And then moving forward, if the situation does not change, if that does not work, then you have to escalate it. And then once you escalate it, meaning by going to HR, then at that point, you've done all that you can. This is just a perfect example of setting boundaries in the work environment. You're letting it be known that this is not what you're going to tolerate. You're leaving your problems at the door. You're not interfering, you know, home issues with work. You're not overworking yourself. You're not checking emails on a weekend. You're setting your boundaries. And that's that on that. You're here from nine to five. You're here for overtime if need be to get projects done, an assignment or task done. And that's it. Wash your hands and move forward. I know it's easier said than done because I have a tendency of going home, telling my parents or telling my friends, like, let me tell you what so-and-so did today. They got the wrong one. <laughs> but yeah, just, just leave it at the door once your shift is over. Don't bring it home. Talk about boundaries and friendships and relationships. I would like to group this together because I feel like it's the same thing. The only thing is, is that, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody, it's more romantical, but um, it's, it's it kind of goes hand in hand, in my opinion. You know, some people may feel otherwise, but these are just my thoughts. No matter the nature of your relationship, setting boundaries is a critical component to maintaining a healthy connection with your partner or your friend. Here are some ways to set boundaries in either a friendship or a romantic relationship, you know, with your partner. Saying no, which is my favorite one. Um, Refusing to take blame expecting respect accepting help because we we love you know sometimes to allow your pride to get in your way from asking for help dictating your own feelings finding your identity outside of the relationship asking for space when you need it communicating discomfort Sharing mutually, sticking up for yourself, choosing to be vulnerable, your right to privacy, the ability to change your mind, your right to your own time, the need to handle negative energy, the freedom to express sexual boundaries in a romantic relationship, the freedom to express spiritual boundaries, the right to remain true to your principles, the ability to communicate physical needs, your right to your material possessions, and your ability to manage your own time. I won't lie, saying no 
has become second nature to me. Um, at first, in any relationship, whether if it's a friendship or um, a romantic relationship, I used to feel bad for saying no. Being, you know, choosing to be vulnerable. Like, if I don't feel safe with you, I'm not going to be vulnerable. And that's something that my last relationships taught me. I have to feel safe and comfortable with the person in order for me to be vulnerable. I don't have to be vulnerable with you just because you're my man or just because you're my friend. Um, having me time. Yes. If you know me, you know I'm like a social butterfly. I love to be around people, but there's times where I like to be a little introverted. I like to be to myself. I like to be laid up with my dog and I like to just watch my TV shows or just go to sleep. <laughs> I just like to be to myself. But my favorite one of all time, hands down, since coming into my own, you know, becoming a woman is sticking up for yourself. I know some of us may struggle with that still, and, and it's okay, it's a learning process, but I'm telling you, once you get the feeling of sticking up for yourself that first time and just letting everything out, how you're feeling on the inside, chef's kiss, you're going to feel liberated, it's a rewarding feeling and you're no longer walking around with a chip on your shoulder you don't feel heavy so let's talk about boundaries with family members hey move out my way because this is a tricky one right here hey okay <laughs> families Families can be tricky, especially if you grew up in a Caribbean household. If you know, you know. Family is always there. You don't get to choose them. And they could be the best or the most challenging parts of your life. Sometimes they're a little bit of both. Family relationships can be difficult to like, you know, try to navigate, especially if a relationship is like a bit overbearing unhealthy or causes family drama setting boundaries is an effective way you can maintain a healthy balance in your relationships with your family members from parents to siblings to extended family members knowing how to set boundaries with family is something we should all learn to do i can guarantee if you grew up in a Caribbean, African household, etc., and you try to set boundaries with your family members, they're going to call you rude. We've all been there. And let me tell you, at this big age, if I'm considered rude for putting Auntie Sharon and Uncle Leroy, if I am considered to be rude for standing up for myself and chin-checking you, respectfully then so be it okay you have those family members especially during the holidays that will ask you so when you having a baby when you getting married when you getting a man when are you like all these different questions and it's like can you mind your business and let me live my life 
thank you. Or there's times like, for example, when I first moved down here and I was living at my parents' house and there's times I just wanted to be by myself. My parents would take that as me not wanting to be, you know, not wanting to interact. I'm acting weird. Something is wrong. And legit, nothing is wrong. I just want to be to myself and watch my shows in peace. Because if I sit there and watch it with you guys, you're going to be talking the whole time. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong. But you got to learn how to set those boundaries with your family. Family boundaries can sound like, I appreciate your concern, but this is my decision. I respect your values and beliefs, but I do not want to share them. I will no longer be the middle person in family arguments. Commenting on my weight is not appropriate and you need to stop. Hey, that's a good one. Any rude comments about my lifestyle will result in this conversation ending. I understand you are frustrated, but I don't want to participate in family gossip. I expect my partner to be treated with respect. Hey, that's a good one too. I expect my partner to be treated with respect or we won't choose to come around anymore. Please stop asking when we will have a kid. It's putting a lot of pressure on my relationship. I love all of these because it's so it's so vital. You have to set those boundaries no matter who the person is. You're not being rude. You're standing up for yourself. You're putting on your constructs and you're letting it be known that I don't want to talk about this right now. Or I don't want to hear about this right now. Or stop saying negative things to me. Like you're commenting on my weight, but you don't know what I'm going through. I could be going through a depression episode and you don't even know. I could be going through seasonal depression. You don't even know. I could be going through a breakup and you don't even know. You asking about me having kids. What if I had a miscarriage? What if it's not in my cars to have a kid? What if I don't want a man right now? And what if I'm just enjoying my single season? I'm learning me again. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes family members can't help it. And this is just their way of showing, I guess, how they show their love and their concern. But sometimes you just got to let them know, like, you know, it's traumatic for some people growing up with those memories of people just commenting on their weight and how they look and them not having a man. Like, it's, it's very bothersome to some people. So just to wrap this all up in a nutshell, define what your boundaries are, communicate them, Maintain your boundaries and enforce them. If you haven't tapped into this journey of creating boundaries for yourself as an adult, it's never too late. Today may be the day you start. And if today's the day that you start, shout outs to you, sis. Shout out to you, bro. I promise you, it's not going to be an easy journey, but it will be rewarding in the end. You will feel so good, I promise you. And you will feel better knowing that you're just not allowing people to walk over you, take advantage of you, and respecting your no when you don't have to give an explanation. Just respect my answer and let's keep it pushing. Don't worry about coming across mean, not being a nice person anymore. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, if people really rock with you, they're going to respect it. 
they may be like, oh, this is new. Okay. But they will respect it. So in conclusion, what healthy boundaries sound like? No, I can't today. I need to leave by nine. I am not able to do that. I don't want or I don't like this. Those are just some examples. Utilize those conversation starters. And sometimes what I like to do, I pray before I have an uncomfortable conversation. I ask God to be my mouthpiece. I ask God to control my feelings, control my thoughts, and let me speak from the heart. And that's it. And I just start speaking. So don't think that it's like rocket science. Don't be scared. Don't be fearful. Step out on faith and just let it rip. (laughs) So I'm going to leave you all with this. Love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious and you get to decide how you use them. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept. I'm going to repeat that one more time for the people in the back. Love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious and you get to decide how you use them. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept. And that is a quote And that is a quote by Anna Taylor. So y'all, thank you so much again for tapping into season two, episode one. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is back. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tapping in. Love you all. Be safe and have a productive week. Bye. Come on, y'all. We know these combos ain't for the faint. Thank you for listening to the Vulnerable Room Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to Anchor or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow at The Vulnerable Room on Instagram or visit thevulnerableroom.com for the latest tea. See you next time. Love you all and have a great week.